With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Father, I praise you this night, Lord, and I thank you for your many blessings. Thank you, Lord God, for who you are. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of life, health, and strength. Thank you, Father God, for the gift of salvation. We thank you, Father God, for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. There is no God like you, not in heaven, not in earth. Lord, I so much appreciate you. I honor you, Father. I praise you, God, because without you, Father, it is impossible, God, for us to do or say or anything that we so desire. But you are the one that gives us health and give us strength. You are the one, God, that quicken our body and and infuse our spirit. I bless your name, God. I praise you. Oh, God, I pray that on this night as we prepare to study your word, Father, that your Holy Spirit, Father, would illuminate our hearts and fill us, God, with um, your power, God, Endow us, God, with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. How much I love you, God. How much we adore you. How much we glorify you, God. Thank you, God. We praise you, Lord. And, Father God, when this night is over with, when the service is done with, I pray, Father, that we will make good application to our lives, that we will be able to please you, Father God, in our communities, in our societies here on earth. For this, Lord, we give you all the praise. We give you all the thanks. For it is in your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I want to say good evening and welcome to our study tonight. Um, I want to say those of you that are joining us from various parts of the country, um, blessings be upon you, and I pray that um, at the end of this night, that you would have re- you would receive a blessing, and that you would be able to make good application of the Word of God in your life. Um, we this is an external ministry, an ex- ministry of Fazam, and we know Fazam is stand for Faith Chapel Zenith Apostolic Ministry. Um, we are one church in two locations. Presently, our headquarters is located 1119 Joseph Avenue, Rochester, New York. The zip code is 14621. Again, our that is 1119 Joseph Avenue, Rochester, New York, 14621. And the presiding bishop, Bishop Samuel White Jr. is our senior pastor there on phone contact. You may want to contact him at 585 
and I am sure they will be glad to give you information on all of the services at that location. Our second location is in the Midville, Georgia area. That's the central Georgia area. Um, and that uh, address is 304 Murphy Street, Midville, Georgia, 30441. Uh, good phone contact is 478-206-2091. And uh, you can call, and I'm sure someone will be glad to give you information about their services there. Again, we want to say thank you for joining us tonight in our study, and um, I believe that we're going to have an awesome time our study tonight, um, like we always do. Um, God is a great God, and he is greatly to be praised. Amen. He's greatly to be praised. Um, we started on Monday a study about possessing your possessions, and we were dealing with um, the book of Ruth, the book of Ruth, um, about um, a family there, um, how they made a choice or decision to leave where they were and to go someplace else. Um, so we use in that text, Ruth chapter 1, and um, we're going to continue that tonight. Um, and remember, as usual, as, as if there are any questions, I'm sorry, um, or suggestions or remarks, um, you are welcome to give your questions, ask your questions, and also to give your remarks. Again, thank you for joining us. Let us get into our study, please. Um, we're going to pick up. Um, we're going to pick up from. Verse, I think we are at verse number six. Yeah, verse number six. Because we we left off talking about how Milion and Chilion died. Um, and um, Naomi was left with her two daughter-in-law to defend for wealth and and um, wealth, wealth care. But um, we said that in the process of this year, we um, we were talking about trouble. We were talking about chaos. We were talking about when you walked away from God, how trouble would always find you, or you will find trouble. So let's pick up from verse 6 here, verse 6. Okay, um, it says, Then she arose. And this is talking about um, Naomi, because remember, now her husband had died, and, which is Elimelech, and Melion and Chilion had died, and so um, there were only these three ladies left, um, actually, to do all the, you know, that needs to be done for the family. And so um, the Bible said in verse number six, then she arose with her daughters in law, daughters in law that she might return from the country of Moab. Okay, for she had heard she had heard in the country of Moab how the Lord had visited his people in giving them bread. Okay, so we know the story here what happened is that there was a famine in the land of Bethlehem, Judah, I mean um the house 
of God with bread and praise or the house of God with praise and um they there was a famine in the land, and now they um Elimelech took his family and left and went to Moab after the years had passed. Elimelech died um Milion and Chilion married into um the Moabites, and then eventually they died. Million and Chilion, and so now I just left Naomi, Ruth, and Ruth and um, Oprah, and so it says that she arose. She she heard that there was bread back in the land now where she came from. Isn't it ironic that most of the time when we walk away, um, we don't we don't hang in long enough when there's a little problem going on. We walk away, and then when we find out that it didn't last that, you know, everything has a season. We want to run back. We want to go back to it. Um, we, 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 I don't, I hate to use the word abandoned, but we give up on, on things so fast. And then when we find out that um, there is a message in everything, there's a reason for everything, and we don't wait long enough to see what God is doing, we walk away and we leave. And now, and then when, when that season is passed and that season is over with, and um, and and God restore back the years that the locusts and the and the caterpillar and the cater worm caker worm have eaten. Then we want to run back to where we were originally. But this look at the story here. It says that she um, she arose with her daughters in law that she might return from the country of Moab. Moab, um, I'm sorry, yeah, from the country of Moab, for she had heard. In the country of while she was in the country of Mark, she heard that the Lord had visited his people and given them bread again. In other words, God had the the drought had gone, the um the um famine had was over with. Okay. Um we need to remember that nothing lasts forever. Okay. I don't care whether, you know, um uh, it may be heartaches and pains. You know, it doesn't last forever. It's going to go away. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. Joy will come in the morning. So you have to remember that everything has a season. Don't be too hurried to 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 make decisions and run away from, from something. Don't be too hurried. Stand for a while. I want to read before we continue. Let me pick up with James. Um, James chapter 1, and I think this is fitting for us, Um, James chapter 1, verses 2, 3, and 4, it says, My brethren, count it all joy when he fall into diverse temptation, or different types of temptation, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have a perfect work that he may be perfect and perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Um, so here James was instructing us that, um, you know, um, persecution and temptations will come. He said, but count it all joy when you fall into those different type of temptations. Um, you don't have to um, um, give up because you should know he's saying that um, this is the trying of your faith, and this because of the trying of your faith, it worketh patience. 
A lot of times we ask God for patience. We want patience, we want patience. But before you're going to have patience, you're going to have temptations and the triumph of your faith. Okay, but James said, let patience have a perfect work. In other words, um, go through what you're going through. Endure hardness as a good soldier. Don't be too quick to give up. Don't be too quick to walk away. Don't be too quick to throw in the towel. Okay, because you'll find out sooner or later it's going to be over with, and then you're going to want to go back. You, will say, I wish I didn't do this. I wish I had waited. How many of us that are in this study tonight can testify that we have made some hasty decisions without getting, without hearing the voice of God, without being led by the Spirit of God, or not without hearing the the voice of God, um, and 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 we end up. Um, in problems, we end up in trouble, and then when it's over with, we want to run back. Okay, this what was happening, saints. This was happening. So I I challenge you to stand still, wait on the Lord. Don't be too hurry to to give in. Don't be too hurry to um, throw in the towel. Don't be too hurry to criticize. Don't be too wait. And see what God is saying. Find out actually what God is saying. How are you going to do that? Let patient have her perfect work. Wait a while. Wait, I say, on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Amen. So nothing lasts forever, saints. Nothing lasts forever. Here, now she decides she wants to go back um, to her hometown place. I call her the product. This I call this the prodigal family. Just like the prodigal son, um, I call this the prodigal family, walked away from God because of a little problem going on. Now they want to go back to God, okay? Um, she wants to return home now, okay? Learn how to stand. You know, we need to learn how to stand, okay? Instead of giving in and giving up, instead of becoming um, unwavered in our decisions and and uh, and no no structure in our lives. Learn how to stand. Learn how to wait on the Lord. Learn how to um, 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 know that every the things that you may be going through right now, it's not going to last forever. It's not going to last forever. And you know, I wish there were others. You may know someone that actually going through that should have been in this Bible study, that it's just for the encouraging of our hearts for each other. You know, I, I did ask, you know, and, and say invite someone to join you in study, okay? Um, there are people out there right now don't know whether they go to the left or to the right, don't know how to to um, to make heads out of what's going on, you know, but yet still, um, but we who know, we who have some type of, um, 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 spiritual life and walking with God, um, we lock down and close down and we don't reach out to these people, okay? Um, those are some people, they may really need more than what you think they need. They may not be saying it, but they do need it, okay? I I spoke with um, a saint today, um, earlier this evening, and, and, and the saint shared with me how that um, was going through some things, and I said, um, you know what you're sharing that with me, but I'm hearing something else in your voice. This and the saints say, of course there is, um, and um, but we only tell what we want to tell. 
See, so the, the, what I'm saying is that we there are saints out of there, out there, and people out there who are going through things and waiting for you and yeah. I to share with them, waiting for you and I to to um, pray with them, waiting for you and I to point out um, a good direction in their lives. We shouldn't be too hasty to give up and walk away. People are in trouble. People are hurting out there today. There are church folks who are in trouble today. I, I don't, I don't, do you believe that? There are people who are hurting today, and yet still um, um, we who have the truth, who know God, who have the spirit of God inside of us, we are doing nothing about it. We are, need, we are our brother's keeper. We need to learn how to stand. We need to learn how to work side by side with them. Okay, let's go to verse number seven. First of all, are there any questions? Um, I don't want to keep on talking and teaching. Um, there may be a question someone have to ask, or there may also be a comment someone wish to share with us. This is this study is for all of us to help all of us. You um, share with me, I share with you, and, and with our brothers and sisters. Are there any questions or are there any comments? Okay. If not, let us continue. Um, go to verse number seven. Wherefore she went forth out of the place where she was, and her two daughters in law with her, and they went on the way to return unto the land of Judah. In other words, what was happening here now, um, they decide through the process, you know, it's not just get up and do it. Um, we're going to leave our house. Um, this is the last week or month. We're going to stay in this um, apartment, in this house. We going. I'm going to Judah, and I'm going back home. I'm going where there is um, uh, familiarity, um, uh, where I can um, associate. Um, so they decide. She decided that she's going back. So. Um, so Naomi um, is now talking to her daughters. Look at look at the um, dialogue as she's talking to her daughters and Lord. Just you know, um, just like you would talk to um, your sons or your daughters, or maybe leaving off to go to college or or whatever the case may be. Um, she's not talking to them. She's going to tell them um, um, that um, it's no longer need. She cannot survive no longer where she's at, okay? Um, she wants them to know what the situation is going to be um, when they get into Bethlehem, if they do go. And you will find out where she put them to the test. So she's giving them information, okay? Um, see, the Moabites um, and the Israelites, they just didn't have the type of relationship or ideas of, you know, of lifestyle. Um, they have different culture. Okay, the Israelite had no dealings with the Moabites, and um, just like later on, um, you will see that they, there was no dealing with the Samaritans in the New Testament. Okay, remember what Jesus said: um, the Jews have no dealings with the Samaritans. You you can find you'll find that out. But um, how does that equate with you and I today? How does that actually measure with you and I today? Should we discriminate? And we were doing this study the other night in our Bible study at the center, should we discriminate against 
others because they are not a part of us or they're from a different land, a different country, a different culture, a different family setting, um, maybe a different religion, different church religion. Should we um, discriminate against them? Um, should we, um, or, or should we reach out to them or share with them? Okay, um, but you will notice here that Naomi, who was not a Moabite, she was an Israelite. She was, you know, she was from 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 Bethlehem. But Naomi, I'm sorry, but but Ruth and and Oprah, they were Moabites. Okay, um, and she had a conversation with them. Why? Because now these two girls are in her family. Um, 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 these two girls now are part of Elimelech's family. Elimelech died, um, but they are part of the family. So she had to instruct them and let them know what to expect when they get into Judah, when they get down in Bethlehem. People are going to look at them funny. People are going to look at them different. Um, So it's like prepping them. It's like preparing them for what's going to come in the future. And I think we as women and men of God, as Christians, as Christians, we are to always um, um, make it our business to share with others, um, th- you know, about things that will come. Me, we may see, and they may not see. We may understand, and they may not understand. We, we may have went through that before, and they may not have went through that before. And so now we should be able to share with them. We should not keep things within us that can be beneficial. Oh, my God, that is good. That is beneficial to someone else. That can help someone. We should not We should not keep it within us. So look at what it says. It says that um, um, now she and her daughter, two daughter-in-law, decided they're going to leave, okay? Um, I don't think that um, it was intentionally to leave, I think it was to try and see if they were willing to go. I don't think that when Naomi picked up and said, we're going, that she really was leaving at that time. She was checking them, testing them, trying to see if they're willing to follow her and go with her. That's what God does with us at times. That's what um, um, he, he tests us to see if we are really willing to stand. You may say, well, don't you know whether we're going to stand? But we all have a free will. There's a, we are all a free will agent, moral agent. So God sometimes tests us to see if we would stand, okay? Uh, put things in front of us to see if we would go through it. Put things uh, to see whether we're going to say, okay, yeah, I'm still going. I, I would like to go. Uh, or whether we're just a, uh, a bag of hot air or a barrel of noise, make a noise, okay? Um, look look at verse number eight. Uh, and Naomi said unto her two daughters-in-law, Go return each to her mother's house. The Lord deal kindly with you, as he have dealt with the dead and with me. In other words, she was saying, You were good to my sons, you, some my dead, my, my, my boys. You were good to them, you dealt good with them. And I, I'm, I may the Lord bless you for what you have done and the way you have been faithful daughters-in-law um, to my sons. So, but now I am leaving. So you go, go on back to your mother's house. And um, 
because I'm leaving. I, I you know I have no more sons for you. I have for you to, and even if I were to have sons, you wouldn't um, wait that long for them because you would be an old, you'd be an old lady. So what she was giving them was the options to either to make it in their mind to see if they would had if they would had a, a, a had the decision to stand or if they had um or if they were just playing trifling. I've seen that in churches many times, individuals and people um they would say, Oh, I'm with you, Pastor, I'm with you, sir. I'm um, you know, whatever whatever you need, I'm here for you. But when it comes down when the rubber meets the road, um, they're nowhere to be found. They're ready to take off. Amen. Um, anyone has any questions or any suggestions? Okay. Well, so um, so now now Naomi um, has presented to them um, the option to stay. Matter of fact, she didn't say stay or go. She just said go back to your mother-in-law. Okay. Um, she was saying that you know there will you will be good daughter-in-laws. And um, um, and so now you have fulfilled what you were supposed to have done, and so it's over with. Go on home. Can we see trouble in church? Can we pick this apart and see a little thing in church? Okay, I've, I've, um, there is no, there is nothing um, so easy or likely for individuals who say that they're filled with the Holy Spirit, filled with the knowledge and the power of God, that when uh, one person is gone, remember the two sons are gone now, when one person is gone or the other is gone or two or three is gone, that um, for them to stand. Um, You'll find people most of the time, if they're not committed, they're following the crowd. Well, sister so-and-so is leaving the church, so would I. Brother, so and so is me. So would I. Okay, but um, if if you were assigned to a particular ministry or church, and you know God assigned you to that church and to that ministry, and you walk away from it, you are in disobedience with God. You you being disobedient to God. You're in violation to His instructions. If He placed you someplace and you decide that you're just going to leave because um, others are leaving, you are in violation with God. You need to learn how to possess what God gives you. God, when you are in a ministry, it is not just a ministry to say you are an usher or whatever the case may be. But you ought to take that ministry and possess it, just like take not 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 like like a ownership, meaning that you care for it. It's like you would you would watch out for the welfare of it. You would not allow any thing to come in to destroy it because um, you know God had given it to you. God had, so now you ought to occupy Kelly come. Remember with the talents, um, one had five, the other one had two, and one, the other one had one. And the the one that had um, um, five, he went and he traded on it and built that and, and received more. The one that had two did the same thing. But the one who had one talent, what did he do? He dug a hole, buried and hid it, okay, um, didn't do anything with it. God will give you some time. So you don't despise the small beginning, the little things. 
He gives you things to see how you will work with it, how you would appreciate it, how you would honor him for doing what he did and what he has given you. Sometimes God God gives you these things to see how you're going to work. If you are, if you, if, if God give you um, $5 and you don't know how to use that $5, why would he give you $5 million? If God give you $100 and you abuse it and don't give appreciate God for it, why would he give you $100,000? Okay? God give this man one talent and he buried it and he hid it. Let us learn how to appreciate what God give us. Let us learn to see, even when God is opening doors in our lives, how we can walk in these doors. Walk there. There may be several doors open, but which one of the doors are you going to walk through? Which one of the doors are you going to attach your life to, your name to? Okay. And I'm saying to you, my brothers and sisters, that um, God is opening up doors for us. God is making way for us. He, you went through. Your 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 drought. You went through your 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 um famine. You went through um your Moabites yeah, in in the land of Moab, and now God is 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 rewarding you. It's opening doors, restoring back to you years to your life. Okay, um, are you prepared to accept it? Will you accept what He is doing? Will you say, Well, I don't know. I think I just gotta wait on the Lord, but He is doing it for you right now. He's, he's He had prepared ways for you, open up doors for you. Are you willing to walk through these doors? You And you went through what you went through. Now, are you willing to walk through the doors and live the life that he wants you to live and endure hardness as a good soldier? My brothers and sisters, here is an opportunity for all of us to examine ourselves, examine ourselves and see whether or not we are in the place that God wants us to be. He had opened doors for our lives over and over again and again. He had given us opportunities and chances and chances over and over again. Now is the time. Are you going to walk through those doors? Are you going to accept what he has given you? Well, you will find out that um, some people just give you um, their hands, but their hearts are far away from you. Their hearts have no, they don't, they're not genuine. You'll see this, okay? Um, look in verse number nine. The Lord grant you, the Lord grant you that he may find rest, each of you in the house of, of her husband. Then she kissed them, and they lift up their voice and wept. Now, see, when you look, when I look at this here, I see hypocrisy because when I read the next verse, okay, the next two, three verses, um, you'll see what I'm talking about. I see hypocrisy. Both of them lift up their voices and left, uh, and wept, I'm sorry. Both of them, Naomi, I'm sorry, Ruth and Oprah. Okay, here's the mother-in-law at the crossroad of life, standing, visualizing at a crossroad of life, um, um, heading north or east heading east, back home, but you in, she in the crossroad, and her two daughter-in-law is with her. They're with her, and she's giving them an option. She's saying to them, okay, and um, but after she didn't share with them, they both cried and wept. People would, 
you know, there are a lot of people who 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 are, who are emotional and have the spirit of emotion. I call that the spirit of emotion and not the, the anointing, the spirit of God, because uh, they, 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 they weep for everything, cry for everything. And some of them are sincere. Others want you to be remorseful for them and make you believe that they are so sincere when some of them are only crying because um, um, they know it's going to soon be over with. Okay, but look at here. Um, they lift up their voice and wept. Okay, now this I, I, I'm not going to be chauvinist here, but this is a saying where mothers and daughters are really crying. Okay, and you you could understand what's going on here. Um, I don't think there was much of a um, male structure in this one here. I hope I don't get in trouble saying that. <laughs> but um, actually, you can see um, mothers and daughters talking and crying. And so now um, a decision has to be made. A decision has to be made. Look at verse number 10. Um, and, and keep in mind, they're all weeping and all crying. They're all weeping and crying. Get all the handkerchief out and, and wiping in the snot and all that boo-boo stuff. Okay? And, and they said unto her, Surely we will return with thee unto thy people. Now they said it. All of them said it. Both of them. Ruth and Oprah. No, we're not going back to our mom. We're not going back to our mother's house. We're going to return with you. We're going with you. Okay? Um, and I think that was a good decision to do. Um, but did it last? Okay? No, it did not. Verse 11. And Naomi said, Turn again, my daughters. Yes, the next try. Okay? Why will he go with me? Are there yet any more sons in my womb? that they may be your husband. In other words, she was just testing them and trying them. Listen, um, um, I don't have anything to give you. I don't, ha- I don't have any more sons to give you. Turn and go. Verse number 12 is basically the same thing. Turn again, my daughters. Go your way, for I am too old to have a husband. If I should say I have hope, if I should have a husband also, Tonight and should all you know all she was saying is I'm too old now I'm uh, you know I I can't have no husband to have no children for for him and have no sons and it, it's over with okay and and so so Naomi urged them to stay in their own land okay she was she was urging them to stay in their own land okay um, um, she made it very plain she said even if I had more sons. Um, which I never will, she was actually saying, but if I did, would you wait for them to grow up? Okay. Um, uh, knowing that, you know, they would be young and you would be old. Okay. So here, here's, sometimes we have decisions in our lives that we have to make things. Okay. And the best way to make decisions is through the Holy Spirit. Okay, through the Holy Spirit. Don't, like I said earlier, don't be so quick to make decisions. Don't be so quick to to say yay or nay. You know, um, um, ponder over things. Um, allow the Holy Spirit to work it out for you. You may want to do some things, and it may be good to do, but it may not be the right time to do those things. Wait on the Lord, and don't be don't be embarrassed if you have to wait. Don't worry what people say. Well. 
oh, um, he or she said they was going to do this, and they changed their mind, and I, they don't know what they want to do. No. You know what's the relationship between you and God. Wait on the Lord. Be patient. Be patient and wait on the Lord. Okay? Look at um, verse number 14. And they lift up their voice and wept again. Oprah kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth cleaved unto her. Okay? Now, this is where I call the hypocrisy here. Okay? They're both crying. Okay? Um, but here, um, Oprah kissed her mother-in-law. Okay? And what did she do? Okay? She returned back. Okay? She left. She gone. A few minutes ago, she was crying. A few minutes ago, she was saying, no, we're going to stay with you. A few moments ago, she was saying, your people will be our people. Okay? But look in verse 15. And she said, behold, thy sister-in-law. This is Naomi talking now. It's gone back onto her people, gone back into her lifestyle, gone back into her in a manner of living, and onto her gods, to her religion, to her worshiping. She had the truth. Milion and Chilion, whichever one was her husband, they taught her the, the teaching of the true God. They lived with her. They lived in the same house. So she was saying, so return thou after that sister-in-law, okay? And Ruth said, entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. In other words, I, look, I, I, you know, I, let me stay with you. This is where God wants me to be. I am convinced. Are you convinced God wants you to be someplace? Are you, do you know where God really want you to be? And if you do, um, are you willing to stay where you are and stay with God and follow through with God and wait for him to give you what he wants you to have? Do you, Can't you? Listen to what she said. She said, I will go. Listen to it. Okay. For whether thou goest, I will go. And where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people will be my people. And thy God, capital G, would be my God. Okay, up in up in verse fifteen, it says that um, Oprah went back onto her gods, but it was a small G O D. But here in capital in in verse sixteen, it is a capital G O D. Ruth is showing, saying that um, Ruth is saying, "I want to go with your God because this is the real deal." I have seen enough. I have lived with you. I have lived with your son. I have heard the teaching. I have received the instructions of God. Why would I want to go back into mess? Why would I want to live here in Moab? Why would I want to stay here what is behind God's back? I want um, um, deliverance. I want freedom. I want life. I want your God because I see what your God can do. I understand your God can sustain. I heard all the teaching that um, Milion and Chilion talked about when you guys came out of Israel, how God brought you all out of, out of bondage and out of, from under hard task mass and through the wilderness for so many years. I've heard of that. I've heard of the fact 
how um, he opened the Red Sea and you guys crossed over. I've heard of these things, and, and, and I want to experience more of this. I want to be with you. Your God will be my God. Your people will be my people, okay? Where thou diest, I will die. What an honor, what an honor um, for this young um, Moabites to be to saying to this old lady, yeah, um, where you die, I, where you die, I will die, and there will I be buried, and the Lord do so to me, and more also, if aught but death part thee and me. In other words, um, for better or worse, um, for rich or poor, till death do us pass, we're going to stay together. I want to stay with you. This, my brothers and sisters, I call commitment. This what I call sincerity. This is what I call um, um, standing for God. This is what I called someone committed and sold out to their calling. My question to you tonight, um, um, are you sold out to God? Are you committed to his ways? Can you, can you say like Ruth said, your God will be my God. Your people will be my people. Where you die, I will die. Okay, where you wherever they bury, I want to be buried with you. I love your God. I renounce all of the gods of Moab. I I I I turn my back on them. It's your God I want to follow. Your God I want to worship. Okay. Um. So um. And are there any questions? I'm sorry. Are there any questions or any comments? Are there any questions? No questions, no comments. Well, let's continue. Let's continue. Um, Look at verse number 18. When she saw that she was steadfast, and this is very important, okay, when she saw that she was steadfastly minded to go with her, then she left speaking unto her. There comes a time when the Lord has tried you and, and proven you. Um, God would give you the leeway. He would anoint you. He would He would set you forth. Um, once he's, yes, you're ready. You're prepared for it. You're now ready to, God will open those doors and send you forth. Now is that time. Now is that day. Okay, he will not send you if you're not ready. He will not send you if you have not been prepared. He will not send you if a lot of people just went but were not sent. There's a lot of winting, but no sending. There's a lot of people out there in the field or in ministry, so doing whatever they say God had called them to do, but yet many of them have not been sent by God. Many of them have not been called and chosen by God. My question to you, my brothers and sisters, is have you been called? Have you been chosen? And if it is so, and if, it, if you know that you've been called and chosen by God, would you stand with him? Would you commit your ways to him? Would you commit your life to him? Well, um, we are about to uh, uh, mark here with um, our time here. I don't want to overdo it for you. Um, it is 8.12. We have gone an hour and 12 minutes. Oh, no, not quite. Almost an hour. I I am thinking far ahead of you guys. 
Um, but we don't have I, I really need questions. Are there any questions or any remarks? If not I could continue going. We have about um fifteen, twenty minutes left. Fifteen minutes left. Um, are there any questions? Okay. Okay. If not, are there any remarks? Okay. All right. So now um after um Naomi's, you know, stopped trying to convince her in going back, um the um in verse nineteen it says, So they too went until they came to Bethlehem. So now the journey began. Okay. Um there's no turning back now. The journey began. And it came to pass when they were come to Bethlehem that all the city was moved about them. And they said, Is this Naomi? Okay. Remember now, Naomi means sunshine or pleasance or beauty. She was a beautiful woman. Um, when she left home, she was much younger. Okay. And so um, they were like, okay, uh, is this really Naomi? Is she really returned back home to us? Okay. And um, Naomi said unto them, you know, listen, don't call me Naomi. Call me Mara, for the Almighty had dealt very bitterly with me. I told you in, on Monday that when we leave God, there would be trouble in our lives. And so Naomi is giving a testimony here, okay? Um, I may look beautiful outside, but inside of me is hurting and, and it's torn up. But I, I have returned. She said, I went out full. I had everything. God, had, I had everything. Everything I needed, I had. And the Lord had brought me home again empty. Okay, um, that that is that is that is an that that is an awesome. I'm telling you, if you really look into that, a lot of time you have everything and you walk away from God, and that's why I call it the prodigal um, family. Because remember, the prodigal son, he had everything he needed. He left and he went and and turned away from God. And um, when he was out there and, and spent all that he had and uh, wasted up all his is living, you know, um, now he wants to return home, and he came home. He left full, but he returned back empty. That's what Naomi is saying. Um, I had everything. I was in Bethlehem, in the house of God, the house of bread. Um, um, the king was my God, um, you know, and um, I had praises inside my life while I was here. And I walked away from all of that. I walked away. And so now I'm returning, but I am empty. When you walk away from God, you will be empty. You will lose everything. Your life would be miserable. Your life would be miserable. Okay? So I entreat to you, my brothers and sisters, that to stay, maintain a relationship with God, stay focused with God, Try to develop a reading habit, you know, reading your Bible, um, studying the Word of God, um, praying. Um, have a relationship with God. For the days would come when it would be a famine and you would know how to source and you know how to repose. You know how to pull back some things because you're going to have some things store up, okay? And you wouldn't have to leave them full and return empty. Amen. You, would, you can have the joy of the Lord in your life. You can have um, the spirit of the Lord in your life. You can have the spirit indwelling in you every day of your life. But you have to 
cultivate that relationship. You have to build that relationship. Spend time in prayer. Spend time in reading the word of God. Spend time making melody in your heart. Spend time singing songs in your heart to the Lord, and you'll find out that God will enrich your life. Amen? Well, um, we're going to kind of come to an end here. We're going to stop there um, for tonight, and we'll pick up and continue this on next week, Monday. Um, when we do, we will see what happened when um, they got into the land of, of Bethlehem, how things turned for them. Okay, um, um, I would I would suggest that you would read the entire um, book of Ruth. It's only four chapters. It's pretty decent to read. And so when we're talking next week, you will be able to share with me and um, make some comments. Amen? Amen. Um, um, are there any questions? Okay. Are there any comments? Okay, well, if there are no more, no questions and no comments, we would call the night. Um, this is the end of our study for the night. And I pray that the Lord will bless you throughout this week. And um, those of you that have Bible study on tomorrow night, please attend your Bible study and um, look forward and having a great time on Sunday morning in morning worship. Again, God bless you. I want to say good night. Shalom. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.